This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate. I want to talk radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom. D.N. Katsaris. Where's that crowd? So how are you, Dan? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm very good. And we're excited to be talking to you every Saturday at 1 o'clock. I think it is Saturday at 1 o'clock this week. And yes. State's home, I think. Here on WPHT, Talk Radio 1210. If you want to ask us a question about commercial, residential, real estate, mortgages, give us a call. We always answer our phone. My number is 267 266 5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. And we're here to answer your questions. We're the only real estate show in town, and uh, we're not doom and gloom. And there's a lot of good things happening with the real estate market, but the media just doesn't like good news. And you can listen to this show and past shows at our webpage, goodnewsinrealestate.com, and also at WPHD's website. So what's coming up today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have Mark's funny story. We have Dr. A, who is on his way to Las Vegas for a huge conference. So he'll be back with us next week. Um, We also have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? I'm going to do part one um, of two series, From Silent to Gen Z, and how each generation is buying homes. So you're going to want to stay tuned to see how this comes out. Yeah, that's an interesting topic. Then we also have our questions today, Mark, is what does an HOA cover on condos? The yes. next question is what is included for utilities and such when renting a house versus an apartment? The next question is I have a commercial property and I'm considering renting. I'm not that familiar with the different net type listings. What do you suggest? Uh-huh. The next one is how long does a broken lease on your record keep you from renting a home or an apartment? That's a good one. We also have our topic of the day, which is tenants' rights. It should be a win-win. Yeah, it goes right along with the questions there. There you go. But first, Mark, give us your motivational quote. The motivational quote is, life is like a roll of toilet paper. The closer to the end you get, the faster it goes. So get moving. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. I figured you liked that one. 
So where are we at? <laughs> so Mark, we are up to our market report. And here is Frank's bell. So right now there are numerous factors driving the real estate news cycle, not the least of which is fluctuating interest rates. You know, mortgage rates rose rapidly throughout 22, which has had a massive impact on the housing market across the board. Fact, it's the high. We're at the highest in 22 years. I mean, this Fed and this president better get their act together. They're messing with the one industry that's keeping this economy floating, which directly affects the price, the demand for real estate, everything. Government policies related to tax incentives, deduction, subsidies that can boost or hinder demand. And while it appears the Federal Reserve may be prepared to slow the uptick in the Fed rate, it's likely that the rates will continue to have an impact on the industry in some sort throughout 2023 because they messed around with it. They raised the rates and spent money. I don't understand why they, it's, it's economics 101 here. I mean, if you've raised interest rates, that is to lower inflation. But you can't spend money, and we're up to two hundred thirty-five billion. And student uh, student loans, we're up to two hundred thirty-five billion in Ukraine, plus all the other crazy spending they've done. Two hundred thirty-five billion. I think that's the right number. That's two hundred million a day we're spending. Jeez. And then there's five reasons why the market's not going to crash. We still are having this low supply of inventory. Nationwide, we're at 2.6 months. In Philly, I think we're lower than that. We're probably at about a month uh, uh, inventory. And this scarcity of inventory explains why buyers need to bid over listing price. You know, I'm seeing some articles about across the country how prices are coming down. Prices are not coming down everywhere. That's like this bull they're putting on the news about inflation is down to 3 4%. That's not true. Inflation is regional just like real estate. Inflation in Philly Metro is 6.9%. All you got to do is go shopping. You can carry $200 worth of groceries in one hand. And uh, the other new low construction supply, the builders are 5 million houses behind, and they were focused on multifamily, so that's having an impact. They got to catch up with that. And then you got the new buyers entering the market. There's a strong demand for homes across various demographics. It goes along with your topic. Millennials and Hispanics are in their prime buying years. As a result, there is still a limited amount of inventory available. And then some strict lending standards. There are several cases of uh, liar loans in 2007, back in the day, when uh, you could get a mortgage. And if you just said, yeah, I make 300000 a year. Right. I remember them. <laughs> And we knew that wasn't, yeah, and no doc. Mortgage lenders, you know, they put more standards on everything. So everything, you know, your credit score has got to be a little better. But actually, uh, the head of the Treasury Department today and FHA was talking about lowering, lowering the credit score, I think, back down to 580. We'll see it what happens. It is at 580. It, it just depends on the uh, lender. I mean, you can get a loan yeah. with 580 on an FHA. Well, FHA, they said they're going to do it FHA. Right. So, and then you got the other pro the other thing that's not really a problem, but you know, all these people looking for foreclosures, there's just no foreclosures. It's the foreclosure rates really low. It's probably like one percent or less. In the in the worst market in history in two thousand eight, the foreclosure rate was five point one percent. Where if you ask the average person, I do it all the time with the in the school, they all think it was like fifty percent, sixty percent, seventy percent. When I tell them 5%, 
they, they, you know, they watch CNN every day, doom and gloom, and they thought half of the country was in foreclosure. <laughs> but the real estate market's not in bad shape. Prices are going to keep continuing to go up. So the 48% in Philly should buy because rents are going to go up too. And you know, Mark, the biggest, the biggest problem is the lack of inventory. That is the biggest problem. But the other thing is, I mean, you know, we, we were doing an analysis. I'm actually going to teach a class next week, um, basically on this, but you know, you're buying now to create wealth later. So maybe your payment, exactly right. let's just say your payment's $250 more a month now because of the interest rate, right? So that's, let's call that $3,000 extra that you've spent on your mortgage. But the problem is, not the problem, the benefit to that is the increase in equity is at 5.8%. So on a $400,000 right. house, you're talking about $23,000, right? I just showed an over a million dollar property to one of my buyers. And I told her this place is probably going to appreciate at about 6.7%, which is 70 to 90 grand a year. Yeah. But I mean, if you look... At, you know, it's going to, it's going to increase by 23,000. You're paying an extra three. You're still ahead $20,000. And that $3,000 that you're paying extra is going to be a tax deduction. So, That's you right. know, you're buying now to create wealth later. Stop listening to the news. I mean, my segment's going to be, you know, teaching these realtors to get the buyers off the fence because that's what you got to do. I talked to a realtor today. Uh, and he was asking me about the business and I said, are you calling your database? And they were like, Oh, I try to, but I, you know, I'm like, if it's not in your calendar, it's not happening. But right. back to that point, I mean, you know, all billionaires started out in real estate. That's how most people gain wealth. It starts out by buying the house, buying the duplex, buying the triplex, and then buying another one. That's how most people get rich. Right. Real estate's the one thing. There's only there's only so much of it. Seventy five percent of the world is water. <laughs> I mean, we've had forty six years where the home values have increased. Right, and we only had a crash once in seventy three years, and that was back in the, yep. in oh eight, and before that, the depression. So, tell us about the rates. Your thirty year conventional is at seven and a half percent, and again, that's going to depend on how much you're putting down and what your credit score is. Your 15-year fix is at 6.875%. You're looking at your 30-year FHA at about 7.25%, along with your 30-year VA at 7.25%. Now, these rates, when you average them out over the past 18 years, they're the average. They're average. They are average. Average rate, average rate historically is 7 to 8%. Yep. So what are you waiting for? That's right. 48% of Philly. You're talking like almost 300,000 units that are rentals yeah. in Philly. And it's not permanent. And we're a bargain. It's not permanent. New York's, nine, New York's 92% yeah. rentals because it's so expensive. A one bedroom in New York is going to cost you three, four grand. And next year, a one bedroom in Philly will probably be $2,000 because we're at $1,900 now Easily. citywide. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News and Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours. 
If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Hey, welcome back to Good News from Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. Because we are not the national media. Doom and gloomers. So where are we at? So Mark, we are up to your funny story. I got one for you. So this guy, this mailman's had this route in this neighborhood for years. And it's his last day on the job after 35 years of carrying the mail through all kinds of weather in the same neighborhood. And he arrives at the first house on his route. He's greeted by the whole family there. They all congratulated him, sent him on his way with a big gift envelope. At the second house, they presented him with a box of fine cigars. We did this to our guy. He, he retired last year. The folks at the third house handed him a selection of terrific fishing lures. This went all day long as he went through because I already know who he was uh, throughout his beat. He was nearly at the last house when he was met at the door by a strikingly beautiful woman in a revealing negligee. And she took him by the hand, led him gently through the door, which she closed behind him. She led him upstairs to the bedroom where she blew his mind with the most passionate lovemaking he had ever experienced. The next morning, he went downstairs where she fixed him a giant breakfast, eggs, potato, ham, sausage, blueberry waffles, fresh squeezed orange juice. When he was truly satisfied, she poured him a cup of coffee. As she's pouring him the coffee, she noticed that he noticed a dollar bill sticking out from under the cup of the bottom of the edge of the coffee. He goes, Oh, this was just too wonderful for words, he said. But what's with the dollar bill? She goes, Well, she said, a couple years, a couple days ago, my husband that yesterday said would be your last day and that we should do something special for you. I asked him what to give you. He said, Screw him, give him a dollar. So the lady then said, Well, breakfast was my idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought that was a good one. <laughs> I am searching for jokes. Anybody out there? We are almost up to a thousand funny stories. I've been, I've been telling all my classes. Send me one. Eight oh zero two nine at Comcast.net or call me. I'll, I'll talk to you about it. But you got to email oh, it to me. Please. <laughs> all right. So now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the Aunt Kat Saris from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic is part one from the silent Gen Z 
generation and how each generation is buying homes. So tell us about so this. So this is I like yeah, Mark, I like is, these topics with a lot of statistics. <laughs> so this is going to be a two-part series and I'm not going to take credit um, this is an article that was written by Leslie Stone and it's called From Silent to Gen Z how each generation is buying homes. So to better serve the different generations real estate professionals must understand their distinct preferences, their behaviors and also their economic and motivation. So it's funny because in this country, we rent, we date, we mate, we marry, and then three and a half years later, we have kids. So um, this article is also <laughs> in conjunction <laughs> with NPR Marketplace. So he notes that nowadays people tend to marry in their late 20s, start a family in their 30s. Meanwhile, the 28 to 35-year-old age demographic is the largest in America and the homes that they can buy now are so much bigger than what the baby boomers used in the, in the late 70s and the 80s. So the medium square footage in 1975, what do you think it was, Mark? The median square footage. 1,000 square foot? It was 1,500. Right. And by 2014. Uh, what year? What year? Uh, you can't go back now. 80s? Like, 1975. Oh, 75. Yeah, that, that, that sounds about right. 60s, okay. I would have said lower. Okay. And in 2014, it had grown to 2,700. So ironically, for decades, we have been building bigger homes while family sizes have actually gotten smaller. So in a sense, there's no starter home anymore. So today's home buyers, they fall into five generational categories. Silent generation baby boomers, Generation X, Millennials, and Generation Z. <laughs> right. So understanding the housing economics is easy when you understand the human behavior of different generations. And, and the struggle for some baby boomers who want to downsize isn't that there aren't a lot of smaller single-story 1950s and 1970s houses on the market. It's like that game, the Hungry Hungry Hippo game, where everyone was fighting for the same marble to eat. Yep. <laughs> so when you're young and single, a condo makes sense, but it's challenging for the traditional American who seeks a single family home. And for one reason for the low inventory is that baby boomers are living in their homes longer and not downsizing as much as originally thought. So here's looking at each generation and how they're buying homes and what real estate professionals should know about working with them. So your silent generation, it's, it's a quiet transition. <laughs> so according to the National Association of Realtors, the 2023 home buyers and sellers generation trends, only 4% of current buyers are from the silent generation. And that's from 1928 to 1945. Do you fit into that no, category? I'm, I'm a, almost a Gen Z. <laughs> This group grow, grew up during a period of great societal change, including the Great Depression, World War II, and it came of age at the dawn of the Cold War. Wait a Cold minute, wait, that, what generation? Oh, the silent. This is the silent. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would have might been my parents, World War II and the Depression, yeah. All right. So now in their 80s and 90s, these elderly homeowners are typically moving, you know, they're following the death of a household member 
and they're they're most likely to purchase in a senior related housing or neighborhood that's convenient to healthcare facilities, and they want to live closer to friends and family. There can't be many of them left. Depression. Well, that was nineteen twenty nine. Well, you're going from 1928 to 1945. So <laughs> they're really old. <laughs> well, they're in their 80s and 90s. 90s. Most they got to be over 90. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder only 20. 4% had ever buy. <laughs> There's probably only 4% left. <laughs> like I said, I'm not taking credit for this article. Well, this is going to be good. <laughs> In Florida, 21% of the population is over 60, and the life expectancy is about 85 years old. So most of Leslie's clients <laughs> are in their 80s or 90s. Well, I think she's going to be out of business soon. But <laughs> I know that was not polite, but anyway, unlike the younger generation, it's not about what they want in a home. It's about what they want in their next phase of life, and that could be assisted living, Memory care or moving in or a nice with plot. loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I have time for the baby boomers, yeah, and they're the leading boomers. the pack. Now I'm a boomer, man. So after World War II, the country experienced unprecedented prosperity that triggered a spike in birth rates, known as the baby boom. And this demographic phenomenon gave rise to the term baby boomer. So- Currently, the baby boomers are born between 1946 and 1964, and they're the largest generation of buyers, according to NAR, and they account for about 39% of all the home purchases. But the interesting statistic is that baby boomers have surpassed millennials. Now that the majority of the baby boomers are in their 60s and 70s, you're not in your 60s, are you? No. Yeah, okay. Many of the baby boomers... Um, are downsizing from larger homes into smaller, more manageable properties, or even retirement uh, communities. They're they're tired of cutting grass. (laughs) (laughs) The baby boomers are old-fashioned in the sense that they absolutely want phone calls, and they want to sign paperwork in person. Yeah. They They also want... Don't be texting them. (laughs) They also want to look in their eyes and kick the tire, so to speak. So these buyers aren't just motivated by desire for less maintenance, which you had mentioned. They're typically looking for amenities better suited to healthy, aging, life, single living homes. Yeah. And they also, (laughs) a lot of them grew up in neighborhoods and then they moved to the burbs where they didn't know anybody because it wasn't as social. You know, there's a, there's a lot of that. We saw that actually Uh we, on our show about, I don't know, four or five months ago, we talked about baby boomers were surpassing millennials and buyers on the market. Yeah, and that's what they're talking about. So I'm going to continue part two of the series um, because there's a lot of good statistics and some great information in here that I think is going to be useful. And there's a lot of myths so, about the uh, millennials and the Gen, X, Gen Zs. Yeah. All right, let's roll into our questions after our break. Yep. So everybody stay tuned. We'll cover our questions. Yeah. Like my friend, we'll Jack, right he's back. 87. I just bought him a set. Oh, I got to get you a set of shot golf balls. And when you hit him, it sounds like a gun went off. So you're, when you tee off, I know your friends are leaning on their clothes, waiting for you to tee off. You hit this ball and everybody jumps. <laughs> now he's 87. <laughs> he's golfing three, four times a week. 
That's awesome. All right. After Jack Rushton, my friend, used to be head of the Hotel Restaurant Workers Union for 44 years. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Philadelphia Real Estate Club. The premier real estate school in Philadelphia has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99 including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So we're at the end. So, Mark, we're up to our question and answer segment. Question right, number one is What does an HOA cover on condos? Now, before you answer that, the HOA is your homeowners association. Association. And there, there, it could even be just not a condo. It could be townhouses or whatever. Right. As long as they're an association. And I just showed a, a, a high-end com- condo downtown, and it included uh, all the pool and gyms and all that stuff. It covered the water and the electric, but it didn't cover uh a few things and then the air conditioner unit in that unit they were responsible for but anything in the walls are not and then they have a, a set of rules that you need to read which tells you specifically what that con what that association covers and you want to make sure yeah you got to make sure there's no crazy rules in there that you don't agree with right. and we talked about it before where you know a, a, an HOA is a civic association of owners that's what that is and usually most most people in these condo associations or HOAs they don't go to the meetings so you get it some people with a lot of time on their hands and you don't show up and they come up with some crazy rule now you got this new rule that everybody's got to live by and i told stories about the weird ones i ran into where they could hear the water running at night from some guy that worked second shift. So they put a rule in no showers after 12 o'clock at night, you know, because nobody went to the meetings. And my friend, the electrician, uh, that owns HR electric, he, he had a, a, a truck that had a wrap on it. 
no commercial vehicles in the parking lot. Parking lot, right. And they gave him a hard time. And now he's president of the condo association. <laughs> <laughs> and he saw that problem. That's what you got to do, man. You can't complain. You got it. That's right. And they, a lot of them don't go to the meetings. Yeah. And you can get some weird rules. The weirdest one I was up in uh, Somerton one time. And this woman always wore high heels. And she had hardwood floors. And they complained about her walking around. And they put a rule in that you had to have carpets. Yeah. You know, so you got to go to the meetings. At the... <laughs> At my apartment in Florida, they have a thing where, yeah, they send they send out an email all the time saying, you know, don't wear heels and don't vacuum after 8 o'clock. They'd love me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question number two. You ready? What is included for utilities and such when renting a house versus an apartment? Well, it's according to how the lease is signed. You know, right. It's it, all going to depend on the lease. Most of the uh, landlords... Now I know some smart landlords that they include everything. They they do basically like what I think there's one question about uh, commercial. Uh, I I know landlords that have the taxes, the water, and all the utilities included. Most yeah. of the time, the average landlord is paying the taxes, and some of them will pay the water, and then the tenants. I just sold a quad that was like that. And the tenant was responsible for the gas and electric and all the meters were separated and the hot water's heaters were separated. But that is up to how that lease is written. So, right. you know, and a house versus a uh, uh, apartment, same thing. It's, it's just according to what your lease says. And you should read your whole lease and you should join Legal Shield and, and have somebody else take a look at your lease. Have a professional do look at your lease. If you're not, yeah, if you're not a you real estate agent, because most people don't read them, them and car uh, agreements, nobody reads a car thing. Correct. You know, Correct. how much is it a and, month? And That's the question. I'll take it. Yeah. That's like me. You want to <laughs> go for it. a test ride? Not really. It's brand new. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number three. I have a commercial property. I am considering renting. I'm not that familiar with the different net type li listings. What do you suggest? Well, it's according to what kind of commercial property it is, because if it's a big commercial property, there's a, even a few more options. But most commercial properties are triple net. That means the uh, the the tenant is paying the taxes, all the utilities, maintaining everything with the property, and and everything it everything's included. Now, if it's a big commercial property that's making a ton of money, there are some loose leases that actually. It helps the tenant get started, but the landlord can get a percentage of the rent and it's based on profit and it goes to a certain point. Those kind of leases can get very complicated, and but they can benefit, it can be a win win for the tenant and the landlord because, you know, but you got to be careful because, you know, if it's not written correctly and you're doing some kind of net profit lease or something like that, you know, you don't want to be giving too much of your profits to this landlord after a certain point. The point was to get a big place that, you know, it would have been out of your price range, but you worked out a deal with the landlord to give them some of the profits until you hit a certain point. But most commercial leases are, should be triple net, uh, you know, so they're paying the taxes and all the utilities and everything else. Like I have a commercial lease and, I'm basically responsible for almost everything. So 
you know, <laughs> but that's commercial. And fixing that pipe. And first. usually, you know, they're assigning you. They want like five years too. You know, they 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 want to tie you in. And it's hard to get out of a commercial lease. There's actually a special law in Pennsylvania uh, for those kind of properties on a commercial that, you know, they'll put a lien against you and you're not getting out of it until you pay that lien. What's the next one? All right. The next question is, how long does a broken lease on your record keep you from renting a home or apartment? That's not enough information. Yeah, I know. That's a tough one to answer because how much how much did they owe? How bad did it go on your credit report? Yeah, is it like on you your, don't know if it actually went on your credit report. I mean, if it's a big enough one, they're going to report you. And if they have a property management company, they're definitely going to report you. And and that could keep you, you know, if you go to the next place and there's a decent landlord, maybe with a property management company and they run your credit that's going to show up and you're going to have a problem. And that could, you might have to straighten that out. That might be hard to get off your credit report. I don't, yeah, there's not a lot of info there to answer that, but. In, yeah. If there's a, um, if you can actually talk to the landlord, I mean, what is the reason that you broke the lease? Maybe you can have a conversation with them. Um, you to, must run into this with mortgages, don't you ever run into somebody with. Yeah. If they lean against them or not. Not in a really long time. Not in a really long time because if they've been evicted, they can we we take a whatever the the balance is and we do a certain percentage, and then that is a liability. So that's a payment. But you know they definitely have to write a letter of explanation as to you know why they broke the lease. Were they married? You know, boyfriend girlfriend. You know what happened. Um, why did you have to break the lease? That's the going to be the biggest, the biggest question. There's a lot of them too. Uh, boyfriend, girlfriend get together, both sign a lease and split up, and then yeah. there's a problem. Yeah, yeah. We actually have that going on here um, in Florida. It's it's drama, drama in the apartment complex. But um, uh, big time. Oh, it's you know. You got to be careful when you sign leases. You got to read the fine print. You again, know? again, with for less than thirty dollars a month, you can have Legal Shield review any legal document up to fifteen pages, and not get a bill for it, and at least know what you're signing. Yeah, and most people, eighty percent of the country, doesn't even have a will or a lawyer. I've Correct. we've had Legal Shield for what fourteen years, fifteen years, at least. Yeah, I, I have least. it. If you have to anyone that's listening, if you have questions on Legal Shield. Give me a call at 609-605-7153. I know we talk about it all the time, but we don't really give the information. I'll put you in touch with Pete, and he'll be able to go over what the plan is. It's great. All right, Mark. Coming up next is going to be our topic of the day and tenants' rights. It should be a win-win. Yeah, it's falling right in line with, I didn't even realize that with the topic today. <laughs> with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive, all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. 
Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive, all the time. So we at, Dan? So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, which is tenants' rights. It should be a win-win. Yeah, so all you renters, 48% of Philly, should be interested in this topic. Just as landlords have rights, you have rights as a tenant. Each state has Differing landlord-tenant laws would spell out the rights and responsibility of each party with respect to how they need to treat one another. Many aspects of the landlord-tenant laws, such as consequences for late rent, payment terms of the lease, rules of the landlord's entry into the rental, are spelled out in this lease. Most state offices, uh, the attorney general can provide this information if you need it. But basically... Generally speaking, tenants have the rights to the following. Peace and quiet. Tenants have the right to live in a non-noisy environment, at least during certain times of the day, and to advance notice at the building or home they rent is subject to major disruptions such as repairs, building-wide systems fixing, which could impact electrical, gas, or hot water. Tenants have a right to approach the landlord if the neighbors are making noise, noisy partying, fighting, playing music television loud after certain times you know sometimes they get carried away with the rules but there are rules they, and you got to invite the neighbors when that happens yeah, that's if right. you're going to have a party you got to if you have good them. neighbors they don't bother you so, yeah. like my two neighbors are pretty cool <laughs> they have some loud parties and i got a band so it all works <laughs> out Right. Healthy environment, if the rental home or unit has malfunction in heating or cooling systems, faulty electrical systems, plumbing, gas leaks, lead paint, some cases, broken windows, mold, other possible illness-inducing environmental factors, tenant has the right to request that they be addressed with reasonable period of time, which varies by state, but generally means, you know, a few days. They got to get to it. Like I have a, a friend that she's been renting forever. I'm trying to convince her to buy uh, Kim's daughter, I gave to you, and uh, right. and you know they say she has all kinds of problems with her landlord, with the roof leaking, and just doesn't respond. And there should be a written lease spelling out the rent price, the lease time period is required in most states. There's always got to be a starting date and ending date. 
on any contract to make it legal, but may vary based on the length of the lease. Short rentals may be fine with a verbal agreement, but longer leases need to be in writing. You need to have mostly everything in writing. That month-to-month handshake stuff can really become a problem. Locks and smoke detectors. Most states require rental features that have smoke detectors as well as locks on the doors, windows as safety precautions. An orderly eviction process, too. Tenants have the right to remain in their rental unit during any eviction process up until a certain point in the eviction's legal proceedings, which that's also going to vary by state and municipality. Leases should spell out under what circumstance an eviction can occur. And then it depends on townships. Like in Philly, some landlords have a tough time getting people out quickly, but some of the townships, man, you're out. <laughs> and real quick, a deposit not exceeding a few months worth of rent to most states spell out the maximum required deposit that landlords can charge. You know, it can't be ridiculous. They might, you know, most of the time it's a couple months, but I've seen them where they, some landlord wanted six months or a year up front, which. Well, that could depend on their credit score. Yeah, it could. And landlord who doesn't change the contract or other terms arbitrarily, it is illegal for a landlord to take renter's property as compensation for unpaid rent or other renter debt. <laughs> God, could you imagine? I know. To, that would be like having a storage unit and they take all your stuff. To lock right. the tenant out during an eviction prior to securing a court order, like you can't just like wait for it to go to work and change the locks, you know, if you're in that process. Or arbitrarily increase rents as retaliation for tenant behavior. So there's there's rules to protect both parties. And and people that do own rentals, and if you own like one, a lot of people will manage them themselves. But I always suggest, even if you own a couple, you know, hire a management company, like a good one. Like I just I talked to a guy last week that called me from the show for some advice, and he had 13 units. And it was some real estate agent in an office that was doing property management. And he wasn't collecting the money. He wasn't giving a good property manager should collect the rent monthly, give you a profit and loss every month, take care of repairs and how I would want it. Anything over $500, they have to tell you under $500, they just do. Then you get no more calls on Christmas Eve about a clogged toilet, none of that stuff. And then. Once you get to like where he was, he was paying 10% and he had 14 units. At 14 units, he should be getting a break. He should have been down 6 or 7%. He just had a bad property manager. And I talked to him about it. And because that property, you're going to write all that off. That's a tax rate off too. So besides collecting the rent and having a profit and loss every month and, and having your property kept in good shape, you know, the one thing I talked to him about was the 80-20 rule. How much are you worth an hour? Like every time you got to go there, it's costing you money. He was making over 100 grand a year. So that's 50 bucks an hour. So every time he was dealing with all this little 80% stuff with the buildings, it's costing him 50 bucks an hour where now he pays some property management company and he writes the whole thing off and and he and he has doesn't have to deal with evictions, fine tenants. They do all that work. It's, we had a great, um, we have a great property Yeah, manager. Jack Fetter is real good, his company. Yeah, he's awesome. And, you know, Jack takes care of everything. And you don't, that's the beauty of it all is 
And now I told this guy what he should be doing is instead of buying another house and getting the 15 units, he should be using all of them and buying like maybe a 25 or 50 unit building. And they're a lot easier to manage. And, and then that made him start thinking. So now he's going to come to my school and get a real estate school license. And, uh, but now I think I raised his sights on what he could do with all that property. I had a I had a friend. He started out buying Little Rose in Kensington years ago when they were real cheap, and then he bought a twenty five unit building, then a fifty unit building, then a hundred unit building. Wow! And it all started out by buying a bunch of Little Rose. Yep. But that's the beauty of real estate. Most people become wealthy because they got involved in real estate. And you know that in some in some cases, you can use seventy five percent of that rental income to offset to help you qualify for the next one. It's not just yeah, all that debt. Yeah, and plus, you now, like this guy, for example, 14 units. He said almost all them are free and clear. Yeah. So he's got a ton of equity. Like my last friend, we were, we were good to $9 million. So we were just looking at another big building because he was willing. He could spend up to $9 million, and that was with Philly Federal Credit Union. He's, he did everything with the Philly Federal Credit Union. That's awesome. He started out with them, and he's been with them forever. You know, and you get a relationship with a credit union like that. Then, if you got something that's a little outside the box, it can go to the board, and they'll decide if it's a win. Right. So there's a lot of things you can do. I always suggest to people that join a join Philly Fed because I've been with them forever, and it's like you know, the it's not a bank. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a thing called the loan review committee. So if it's a little outside of the usual lending regulations, right. right? I was chairman of the loan review committee at Philly Fed for a while, and we used to get some weird ones. You know, like some guy really needed a car, but it was just like his credit just wasn't good enough, so we made it. You know, it had to come out of his paycheck monthly to payments, right. and we helped him. Which a regular bank just says no. See, yeah, you you did common sense <laughs> underwriting. They take a look at it, see if it's something that they, you know, want to put in their portfolio, and it becomes a win win for everybody. And Philly Fed does about sixty seventy million a year in uh, commercial. Yeah. So I I send them commercial deals all the time. I know you do too. Yep, absolutely. No, they do a great job. So the forty eight percent of Philly, it's your lease. It's got to be a win win, and then follow the rules. And there's going to be some rules you're not going to like, but you know, like me playing the guitar after 11 <laughs> o'clock at night <laughs> could be a problem. Yeah, but just have a good team in place. I mean, that's the key. You're not, you know, you're not on an island getting this all done yourself. So, you know, surround yeah. yourself with people that have done it. You know, get a mentor to do the first couple so you can see what the cap rate's going to be and this and that. Um, but, and then get a property manager. So, like you said, it, it's got to be a win-win for everyone. And for the tenants, I mean, you know, read the lease. Make sure you read the lease. That yeah, you, people there's have no been surprises. there forever. Yep. You get a good tenant in there. I mean, then it's a I know, win-win. I know a lot of people that paid off the landlord's mortgage. Paid yeah, it off. For sure. Been there for 20-some years. Yep, absolutely. All right, Mark, that was a great topic. And we are coming to the end. So... We just want to put out there, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to email Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give him a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 
7153. We've been able to help a lot of people that listen to our show. So we are very grateful. Yeah, a lot of people call me up. I get calls because of Odyssey, which was CBS nationwide. I mean, uh, I get calls from people in California asking me about uh, different type of questions. And generally, most of the time I can answer, but sometimes there's some state regs that are not, you know, I'm not familiar with every state reg in California. Right. But all right. A special thanks to all of our listeners and our sponsors for keeping us on the air all these 15 years here at Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We hope you tune in every Saturday at one o'clock. You can listen to this show, past shows at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all all love time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of their past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded.